If they could stop what is coming, they already would have. Change My Mind by Brian Cates. Comments are going to be open to everyone. Even as the illegally created J6 committee begins its absurd theater with tonight's televised hearing, nothing can stop what is coming. There will be more indictments from Durham. The Biden crime family investigation will begin dropping its own indictments. There will be more absolutely repulsive revelations from the laptop from hell. There will be more 2000 Mules 2020 election theft indictments. There will be Supreme Court decisions on abortion and gun rights. Trump will continually growing stronger and stronger with each rally he holds as the massive coming red wave gets bigger and bigger and freaked out Democrats realize their ability to fake votes is going to be outstripped by the sheer numbers of their own base who are deserting them as they get brutally red-pilled over the past year and a half. And all of this will be happening with Biden in the White House. They can't blame Trump for any of this, even as they scream in confusion over the fact that Biden, for some strange reason, is somehow powerless to stop any of it. What's the point of sticking your neck way out there to steal an election by inventing most of the 81 million votes this massive loser supposedly got if he doesn't have the power to prevent any of these things from happening. They no longer have control of the narrative shaping in this country. It's gotten away from them. They tried to hold off the day of reckoning for what they did in stealing that 2020 election to install what is the most corrupt family in U.S. political history in the White House. But the longer they delay it, the worse the fallout gets for them. It's like trying to hold back a flood. The water behind the cracking wall just gets bigger and heavier and bigger and heavier the longer you hold it back until when the wall finally gives. Now they try to tell you absolute disaster is coming for Trump and his base. They are all going to be hounded from public life, prosecuted completely and totally disenfranchised and rendered radioactively toxic and ended as a political force in this country. That's what this absurd J6 committee street theater is all about tonight. That's the narrative they're trying, oh so desperately trying, to sell the country and the world. They impeached this guy twice. Right after the second impeachment, they were positive they had, at last, finally rid themselves of this guy. But they were wrong. They literally couldn't believe their eyes by the end of February 2021, when he spoke at the CPAC conference in Orlando, Florida. The toxic and radioactive orange man bad was not only back, but he was taking over the party and asserting control over the fundraising. I wrote about it at the time, 
in my column, The Return of Donald J. Trump. Quote, Right now, Donald J. Trump's opponents can't quite believe what they're seeing. Just a few short months ago, the swamp denizens of Washington were breathing sighs of relief. They had done it. They had defeated the awful Trump, handed the White House to Joe Biden, and could now begin implementing all their cherished plans for a post-Trump America. And then, an amazing thing happened. A twice-impeached former president who had supposedly incited an insurrection at the Capitol building on January 6th has returned, and he's looking stronger than ever. On the night of Saturday, June 5th, Trump emerged to give only his second public speech since leaving the White House this past January. Trump was invited to hold court in front of an enthusiastic crowd at the state GOP convention in Greenville, North Carolina. This was not in the script that had been so carefully written. The former president is supposed to be a historical footnote at this point. He's supposed to be utterly destroyed, completely irrelevant, so radioactive nobody will go near him. Not only is Trump not sulking in private in utter disgrace, he's now exerting more direct control over the GOP than he ever did when he was in the White House. End quote. Yes, I'm allowed to quote myself. It's one of the awesome things about running my own website and being my own editor and stuff. At Uncover DC, I wrote about how Trump was not only not being marginalized in GOP circles, but he was exerting far more control over the party and especially its fundraising than he ever had when he was in the White House. From Uncover DC, an outsider again, Trump begins taking over the GOP's fundraising. Quote, Just three short months ago, the GOP establishment wing in Washington, D.C. and around the country were popping the champagne corks and clapping each other on the back. Sure, they'd just lost the White House and the Senate while the House narrowly remained under Democrat control, but on the bright side, Donald J. Trump was gone now. At last! the rhinos could begin their long-anticipated strategies for life after Trump. And then, all of a sudden, end quote. They can't get rid of this guy. They've tried everything they can think of ever since he announced he was going to run back in 2015. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what they do. Here they are, trying again, out of sheer desperation and mounting horror, trying to make the case to the country that Donald J. Trump incited an insurrection at the Capitol building on January 6, 2020, a narrative that is so false, I was deconstructing it two years ago right after it happened, and none of the facts have changed in the interim. Quote, an unconstitutional farce of a Senate show trial from the Epoch Times. The impeachment article is entitled Incitement of Insurrection and directly charges Trump with whipping up a violent mob and then unleashing it at the Congress. There are multiple problems with this narrative. One, official court filings reveal that some of the alleged key instigators of the violence at the Capitol building had been planning their attack for days in advance. This means their attack could not have been incited by listening to Trump's speech. Two, 
The official timeline of that day shows that the attack on the Capitol began before Trump finished his speech. It takes about 40 minutes on foot to walk from the ellipse to the Capitol. If Trump had incited a mob and pointed it at the assembled Congress, the attack on the Capitol would have started much later than it did because of this 40-minute walk. Three. Trump's speech at the ellipse is available in its entirety online, and nowhere in the speech does he urge any violence or any kind of an attack on the Capitol building or the Congress assembled within it. Trump closed his remarks that day by asking for a peaceful and respectful protest. Somehow, his calm statements about walking down Pennsylvania Avenue and peacefully protesting with the crowd outside the Capitol building is transformed by his detractors into his raging for them to storm the building and to attack members of Congress. Four. There has never been such a thing as an unarmed insurrection in American history. The Shays Rebellion of, 19, of 1786 to 87, the Whiskey Rebellion of 1791 to 1794, and similar insurrections were lengthy events that spanned weeks, months, sometimes even years, that involved armed people attacking state and federal authorities. This event at the U.S. Capitol building was not an armed insurrection of any length. It was several dozen unarmed people forcing their way into a building and occupying some offices for less than an hour. To call that an insurrection is to cheapen and degrade what that word really means. End quote. What did Einstein say about insanity? Nothing these idiots do in these J6 hearings is going to move the needle towards any further disenfranchisement of Trump or his base. Everybody already knows it's all bullshit. Millions of people have awakened now that were slumbering peacefully the first time they tried to sell this completely fake insurrection narrative to the country. They have an even less chance of success than when they tried this crap back in early 2021. Nothing. Nothing can stop what is coming. And you can quote me on that. <laughs>